sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the queen of team. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Good morning, good morning. I can't find a better place in the world to live than Santa Barbara. I tell you, it is amazing. It's a beautiful day today. Town is coming back to normal. Our kids are out of school. Um, we've done a lot of uh, poking, I guess, this last month, you know, having the big reveal for parents and, and grandparents and teens on um, the changes that are going to be made. I mean, this is going to be the first time really that the, the city is open and we're trying to um, get the kids moving and being busy and time management and being aware of what's out there today and it's some parts of it can you know be kind of scary with the the opioid crisis that we have uh we've had a couple of great interviews to um share with the teams and uh the community and i feel i just feel super blessed so today i want to like cool it down a little bit i want to be more happy in the smiley and and uh i don't know let's start off with gratitude um don tell me talk to me give me something grateful Oh, very, very grateful for, um, well, this will be a little far flung, but, you know, uh, in the good from the Good News Network comes a story that back in the East Coast, the keystone species, the oyster, are repopulating at a fabulous rate, and it's going to improve water quality, uh, you know, habitat for the fish, crabs, and other critters. And that's really good news, you know, to hear about part of the ocean coming back to uh, bountiful life because we hear a lot of not so great stories about what's happening with the ocean. So sorry to displace it to the other coast, but I'm grateful for that. Nice. I love that. Absolutely. Absolutely. We if we're not out in nature. We forget how hard nature is working to clear the pollutants from our atmosphere. So thank you for bringing our awareness to this. Thank you, Mother Earth. It's everything's in cycles, right? We're shifting and changing constantly. Um, Dr. D, you yes. always yeah, I feel like you're engaged today. You're usually doing three shows at once. So talk to me. Uh, well, I will uh, repeat what I say on my program pretty darn regularly. And that is that nature is our greatest teacher. And... Uh, <laughs> All you have to do is stop and look and listen. And I realize that this particular cliche gets really old, but we were given two ears and two eyes and only one mouth. Hmm. So we need to utilize our senses aside from the speaking. Uh, And there's nothing wrong with going ooh and ah, that's okay. But uh, we really need to be listening to and hearing what nature is telling us and, and, and that still small voice within as well. So, um, I mean, there are certain aspects of school that I absolutely loved. Well, being outdoors, whether you're at a park or up where I live in the wilderness, uh, San, uh, the Los Padres National Forest or at the beach, that's nature, too. If you're right there at the edge of the ocean, that's still the natural world. Um, stop and listen. Listen to that surf rolling in. And every once in a while, who knows, maybe you'll see those, uh, what is it, the the sea lions? Is that what it is out there on the buoy? Uh, uh, we've got yeah. otters. Uh, yeah. I don't know. 
I don't know if they're, we do have sea lions too. Mm -hmm. Wow. And then you go on the whale watching tours and you see the dolphins swimming along with the boat. And then maybe you'll get to see a whale uh, uh, breaching the water and so forth. I mean, incredible things that we can learn from the natural world around us to do the things that we need to do in our own lives, to make our lives better, to make ourselves happier than we we might be. And that's not to say that an individual isn't happy now, but, uh, you know, just enjoy where you are and take it in. It's just, it's a beautiful thing. Yes, beautiful. Wow, Dr. D. I'm loving it. Get those kids out on the beach. Yes. It. Yes. Boogie board day. Toss it's them in the water. Boogie board day today. Toss them in the water. That's it. Christine. <laughs> so, so, yes, I'm so grateful for the, the earth and the, the capacity of her self-regulating homeostatic being, right? And also for our own, for my own body that is actually a part of that earth. We are the human element of the earth. And I believe that the power that makes our body, that created our body, also has the power to heal our body and to align in and listen in that same uh, vein of the, the, this amazing body that we have that is actually can heal itself and regulates itself if we give it a chance and we listen to what it's telling us. So I'm really, I'm grateful for the aches and pains. <laughs> I'm grateful for the little things that come that help me reestablish and really recommit to my relationship with my body. Nice. Beautiful. Dr. Amy Salzman, how are you? And how is the launching of your book? Just to segue, I don't know, maybe that's going to be the grateful. Well, your gratitude. It is, it's, it's a domino grateful. So are okay. you ready? There you go. Yes, I want so, it. I am grateful to Richard Dugan for voicing the voice of the coach in the spot of spider videos i am grateful to you erica and dominique for referring me to claudia miro at the inspired brand who yay claudia by the time this airs will have my amazing website up so claudia miro at inspired brand and then claudia referred me to kristen hammonds the photographer who is doing who did the photography for both spot a spider and still quiet place revisions so that's a lot of that's a lot of grateful that's awesome i mean that's what i i gotta say over the last 12 years it's this has been such a i really this is team sports radio is like our family news press radio is our family les carol's the godfather uh dr richard he makes sure that we are right in the middle okay i'm I'm a crazy (laughs) uncle that's it. Okay. <laughs> we just want we to do we shoot right down the middle. I'm not sure about anything. So usually green lights me because he knows I don't want I'm not doing anything except for, you know, uh, put out the information and let a person do with what they will, because at the end of the day, timing's everything on mm. information. And I'm not saying I'm the right messenger on anything, but at least you become aware, right? Yep. And I just love the family that we have uh, put together here. Ed Langlow, you know, I'm going to finish off with you. What, what are you grateful about? <laughs> well, I had mentioned this a couple of weeks back, but uh, I just like to say that I'm grateful to all the people that help support our local veterans. There, we have so many programs going on and so many people behind the scenes that are supporting those programs. So uh, I am going to do a segment based on that today. And I'd just like to give a shout out to all the folks that are that are helping our veterans with their issues. 
Nice. And you brought a guest after the break. We've got your guest. Who did you bring today? I uh, brought Jerry Winters out. He's been involved in the uh, veterans fundraisers at the Elks Lodge for a lot longer than I have. So well, I'm going to interview him and, and bring up some of the history of the lodge and, and what they've done. Yeah, they've actually a lot of people don't realize this is how many uh, pots they feed. Um, They do a lot for kids. They recognize scholars. They recognize athletes. Um, People unaware I've been an elk for over a decade now. I'm super proud of it. Um, When you hit now, you're in that the 60s decade. It's just it's you try to find your little hubs of places to go. They've got got great food there, great lunches, um, huge dance floor. So do they still have the salad bar? Because I haven't been out there in like four or five months. Do they still do the salad bar or no? No, they've since the COVID we've had, to right. there, but it's in, it's in the future. Right. The, the salad bar, kidding. Cause everybody goes I mean, in the town. I always say, who's got the best salad? Elks. It's like 10 <laughs> foot long. Okay. Yeah, it was. It's it was right. Am I making it up? It was awesome. You couldn't, you can't salad bar. As soon as you sit down, what do you want? Salad bar. It's like half the wall. So anyway, love the Elks. Check it out, everybody. Um, If you if you and it's it's a great place uh, to bring kids and family. I mean, they have uh, dinners uh, they host and they've got uh, you full. They're they're full up. Not right now. Right. Because I don't want to misspeak um, as far as their food and everything. Right. Lunches are all it's all back. Right. Oh, lunches are back. Dinners are by. Uh, you have to call in for a reservation for dinner. Well, that's okay. And I still think it's Elks only on Friday, Tuesdays and Fridays. But lunches are open to the public. Right. Okay. Okay. Great. And well, you can't gonna... beat their their ha- their cheeseburger with fries and coleslaw. Ten dollars and fifty cents, and it's I, I know, <laughs> and it's a good burger. If yeah, you're burgers, a, I know. Burger. It's real beef. Oh my god, you're killing me right now. I haven't <laughs> had it. I, I I missed dinner, and I kind of passed on breakfast. Now you mentioned this burger, it's just the way you explained it, okay? And I remember it. It's delightful, and the servers are wonderful. Elks all day. Let's take a little break. Um, this is Erica Salda. The Queen of Tea, we've got Ed Langlo and Jerry Winters right after these messages. And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salt of the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. We're back. I'm Ed Langlow with If Only I'd Known. Today, I'd, I'd like to talk about an extraordinary event that's a fundraiser for our local veterans. It's put on by the Elks Lodge out in Goleta. It's a classic car, vintage travel trailer, an antique motorcycle show known as Groovin' in the Grove. I brought a guest today who's been a, a longtime member of the committee for that show, Jerry Winters, and he's going to fill us in on, on some of the history and, 
some of the things that have been taking place lately as far as where the funds have gone and and so on. So, Jerry, thanks for taking the time to be with us today. I really appreciate it. And uh, the main topic I'd like to talk about in regards to the car show is the fact that this car show evolved around us when we were teenagers in high school. We started off in auto shop class down at uh, Santa Barbara High School. And that started a long tradition of people in my era becoming car guys, as they're called. And this evolved into car clubs, the igniters, the dusters, the chevrolers, the tea timers, among others. And eventually evolved around cruising State Street, hanging out at the Blue Onion. Our social life was around the automobile. The biggest goal in life was getting your driver's license when you were 16 years old so you could become one of these elite hot rod people. Well, this evolved into, as we grew older, muscle cars, drag racing, Bonneville racing, uh, various aspects of the automotive hobby uh, we kept. We had car clubs that were devoted to pre-war hot rods. So eventually it evolved into car shows. And I'm all sure you're all familiar with car shows. But one of the clubs, the Igniters, started a, club, a car show at the Elks Lodge in Goleta called Groovin' in the Grove. And they ran that successfully for about uh, 12 years. And they raised over $150,000 that they donated to educational funds. Well, they got a little burned out on it. And the about 12 years ago, they turned it back over to the Elks Lodge. And that's when I became a board member and took it on. And we rededicated our purpose to veterans. At that time, veterans were becoming a very important part of our society and the lack of, of uh, aid to veterans. We saw a gap there. So we decided that all proceeds from our car show were going to be to help the veterans which we have done. Uh, we have raised probably over $100,000 now, $150,000. Wow. And we've given, well, for example, last year, we gave uh, the program run by Fred Cota down to the Memorial Building. We gave him $7,500. Yes. And then... Uh, uh, they have a stand. Or no, we gave him $10,000. Excuse me. myself. And then a stand down in Santa Maria, which is a veterans program they do yearly, where the Santa Maria Fairgrounds will open up. They'll have showers. They'll have uh, haircuts. They'll have lunches, uh, food and, and uh, uh, food cards and <laughs> gift cards, uh, toiletries, you name it, socks, underwear. Anyway, they do this one day a year, and we, uh, in the past, have donated uh, through Walmart. We'd buy them socks, and we'd buy them underwear. We'd buy them T-shirts and all that and donate to them. Well, they've got so much stuff on hand now. This year, we just decided to give them $7,500 and call it good. Call it good. All this money comes from the car show. Every dime we make at this Grooving in the Grove car show, every dime that we profit, 
goes strictly to the vets programs. Are we are we gonna have those tri tip sandwiches again this year, Jerry? They will be, they will be served best tri tip sandwich. It's there. I mean, I don't know what my thing with food is today. First the burgers, <laughs> now the tri tip sandwiches. I will also have the cheeseburgers. I know. Uh, we're, 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 we're all going to be there, Jerry. All right, good. Okay. So, the, so the date is July. July 23rd. July 23rd. I actually, I, I really, it's if you like cars, motorcycle, travel trailers, Dominique and I are thinking about getting a little travel trailer. Don't ask me why. I just think it, I want to go with the rush. Those little ones, because I'm not a camper. Yeah. We'll okay? have a lot of unique campers. We'll have a lot of unique cars. Uh, in the past, we've had uh, Arlie's brother, uh, I mean, Ed's brother, Arlie, built a Bonneville land speed racer. Beautiful. Beautiful car. He had it on display. We've had double uh, A fuel dragsters on display that already already drove it, and uh, we had Seth Hammond's uh, Lakester there, uh, and his wife is the world's fastest lady. Wow! She went, she went over four hundred miles three, an hour. Over three hundred. Over three hundred miles. They hold the record with. Well, it's it's a T Swiss radio. It could be four hundred, four fifty. Listen. <laughs> We don't check facts. Argue, I just, she was, she went yeah. really fast. That's it was quick. Yes. It was quick. You weren't going to catch her that day. You never, you <laughs> never know what we're going to get because the entries change every year. But people buy and sell cars. So we get a lot of new cars, a lot of interesting cars. Anything from a souped up Volkswagen to a high rise four wheel drive. Have you seen any electric cars getting entered in? Not yet. They're on the horizon. You know, they accelerate faster than any car and uh, in existence. Even these, uh, they'll, they'll for about a hundred yards, they'll beat a double A fuel dragster. They're wow! So, I did not know so that. Fast. It's unbelievable. Have you ever ridden in one? It's an incredible ride. Yes, we, I well, test drove it. I test drove a Tesla. It's trippy. Did you? Because you don't hear anything. No, I'm mean, going to get no. past that. You know, yeah, it's, it's hard to realize it's the car on. Like, the and then when you go inside, I did this a decade ago, right? When they first came out, maybe 15 years ago, and there's nothing inside. And then my son was telling me, he goes, you know, he's thinking about getting a used Tesla because what you could do, there's an app on your phone. So say you want to make it a, you know, a V8 or something. You just log, you put in the $10,000. You update the software. It's a software program. Yeah, right. I mean, it's just it's trippy just to be able to you know wrap your brain around that. That is awesome. So yeah, it's everything. definitely it's definitely here to stay for the for the newbie for the the next gen or whatever gen gen X to the third power whatever you want to call them. <laughs> but you'll always have that those fanatical cars, and that was passed down for father to son or father to daughter, whatever mother to son, mother to daughter. And there's just something about the sound of a like that purr of a Porsche or that rage of a of a uh, um, a jag a jag or you know, everyone certain cars have their own sounds. You know, I tried. They, you know, I had a Mustang when I was growing up, so I can't help but look on the freeway if I see another Me Mustang. Bug. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing with the bugs, right? I had a nineteen. 19- so, I had a 1940 Ford with a Buick engine in it. it was my last hot rod. Right. And I had a friend at the golf course who wouldn't go home until he heard me fire that up and drive it out of the park. It's right. It does. It does <laughs> something. 
I love it sounds, especially if you're like an audible person. So you guys learned all about that in the trades because back in the day we had trades and schools. That's pretty much all gone. I know San Marcos had this car um, program. I don't know if that's that's gone now, right? Well, they're reviving it. When I went to San Marcos, we had an auto shop and and then it was all disband the auto shop, the wood shop, metal shop. They all went away. And now they're starting to uh, bring the auto repair portion back. I don't believe there's complete auto shop yet there, but that's one of the things that we try and promote with the car show is to try and bring some of those back and get the get the kids interested in and learning the mechanics because who's going to fix your car in ten years when we don't have any anybody interested in auto mechanics? So. I think it's uh, it's an important thing that we uh, impart that to our youth, the high school kids. You can, go- you can Google it. No? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As techy no, as to. Mechanic Google will help you. Yeah, but if I can make a plug for learning uh, with your hands, not with the computer. When you're working on your car, there are certain components of it that need to be hand tightened versus tightened with um a wrench or, or so forth. Wrench. and yeah. you and you have to understand those components and understand the why of it for example yeah. your oil cap you do not use a wrench to put your oil cap on um and, and so but things like that you're not going to get the feel of that from the computer you get the feel of that from a mentor nice yeah i love it let's very, do this let's we got a couple good. more things i want to tie up with the elks but we'll get to that right after these messages Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salt of the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. We're back. I'm Ed Langlow with If Only I'd Known. I'd like to give a little more information on the Groovin' in the Grove show. If you have a special interest vehicle that you'd like to enter in the show, just go to groovinintheGrove.org. There's entry blanks and sponsorship forms there that you can fill out. So for all the spectators, please come out and support us. July 23rd from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. And it's all going to start at 150 North Kellogg Avenue in Goleta uh, on the corner of Kyrieal. So hopefully we'll see you there. Beautiful. We'll be there. Dr. Amy, you going to be there? I don't think so. I think I might have something else I have to do, but I hope you all have fun. Oh, thank you. Christine will be there because I'm going to kidnap you. (laughs) Christine, I'm going to get you one of those tri-tip sandwiches and we'll, we'll, I'll bring a gluten-free roll. So you can transfer. How's that? I'm all for that. (laughs) There you go. Remind me of the date again. It's July 20th. It's the 23rd, July 23rd. It's the fourth Saturday in July. Okay. Nice. It's a must. We'll be there. There'll be music and food, tri-tip sandwiches. Are you guys going to play that game where you throw the, I don't know what it is. You win money. No. 
No, you're not going to do that. Okay, just saying. No. I did. I did win you like twenty bucks, a, a and that's and that's what raffle. paid for my tri-tip sandwich. <laughs> so I go there first to wait. try to win money, and then I go to eat <laughs> to celebrate. All right, nice. bye. All right, I'll Christine. What do we got going on July? Talk to me. What do we got the tarot? Talk to us about the tarot. Well, our next step in the tarot, let's see, we did the the fool, which was taking a leap of faith. And we did the magician, which is the co-creation active masculine principle of, you know, aligning with our higher selves to make decisions and create things that happen in our lives. And now we're ta- we're the next card is the two card and it's the high priestess. The high priestess is honoring the light and the dark. So just after having, you know, recently gone through our solstice, um, we that was the lightest the longest brightest day on the in the northern hemisphere with the shortest night and in the southern hemisphere it's the longest night with the shortest day and we're continually you know going round and round in those cycles and i believe the high priestess is is one of the cards that really talks about honoring those cycles and seeing the best of the light and the, uh, holding them both in 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 high esteem the dark and the light um and she you know on the tarot card usually she's sitting between two pillars a light pillar and a dark pillar in the cards i use she's sitting she's standing between them you know and so she's it's really this sense of it's it's the feminine aspect of ourselves that's the quiet, receptive, conceptive, really going inside, be still and know. And it's funny to talk about that for us in the middle of summer, where you know we've just had the most out, you know, Fourth of July. We've had our we've had our um, celebrations, our, our celebration, our <laughs> yeah, our big our, our fireworks, right? And people might be a little bit tired now after all that celebrating it and going inside. And it's really important to go inside and to trust that we know what we know, what we know. So when that card comes in, it's really in alignment with really trusting it. It's be still and know. It's that it's that it's the actually absolute um, perfect balance to the magician, which is that co-creation, that active masculine part of ourselves, which is go, 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 do, 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 create, create, create. And then equally powerful to that is this, just don't just do something, sit there. Because it's really important to have both. The fields have to be fallow in order to prepare themselves to, um, to grow again. Yeah. So it's, it's the honoring of, of, of all of the cycles of life. And that, that's where the high priestess has taken us today. Oh, that's so beautiful. It's so appreciated in the summertime. Don. Oh, I really like that today. Thank you, Christine. Uh, in the midst of being slammed uh, by obstacles right now, but not stuck, I can creatively make a good thought, word, or deed, which is empowering, especially in rough times. And I was reminded this week, there was a famous uh, chemist, uh, scientist, and humanitarian was living in Stanford when I was growing up. You might have heard of Linus Pauling. Oh, yes. And, and, Love and, Linus Pauling. Yeah, so... In addition to identifying the double helix structure of DNA and the importance of vitamin C, he was a two-time Nobel Peace Prize winner. He, you know, wrote a book called No More War. Mm. And in it, he said, I believe there's a greater power in the world than the evil power of military force of nuclear bombs. There is the power of good, of morality, of humanitarianism. I believe in the power of the human spirit. Good stuff. And uh, he also quoted uh, Burton Russell hitting on the point, 
if people would only work as hard to make themselves happy as they now work to make other people unhappy, the world would be a wonderful place. Mm. That's fantastic. <laughs> Don, I just don't know where you did this stuff. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, it's like with Ed, right? So, okay. I'm, it's like I'm listening to the show because technically I am just listening to it for the first time, just like all our listeners, because we don't stage this. I have no idea what you're going to say. <laughs> so it's it actually, I'm actually actively engaged in it. And it's just like, what, where is he? What planet did you come from? Oh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> the, the weaving of ideas and people and the celebration of the wisdom that humanity possesses to solve problems. I'm, yeah. I'm so appreciative. Nice. All right. Good job. Let's, let's do this. Let's take it. Now I need more coffee. Let's go get some coffee. We'll be back with a lot more after these messages. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salter, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Welcome back to Teen Sports Radio. This is Dominique Hackett with Santa Barbara Wellness Center. And I'm going to share a Hackett's Huga moment. Huga is the cozy, comfortable things in your life that help make life fun, enjoyable, and help us be fantastic students and fantastic athletes. So what I want to share is a old story. It's been, I, I remember hearing this when I was a kid. It's been told with lots of different versions, but it's just a, a, just a quick, quick tale. So there's um, two young men are going off for a hike. Uh, one fellow's name is Vijay and the other fellow's name is Peter. And um, they're walking through the woods and, the, and they know the woods have things like bears and animals and so forth. Um, but they're not they're not too concerned. They're just having a great time. And all of a sudden they run across a brown bear. Well, Peter has learned how to climb trees. He has no problem. He sees the first tree and up he goes. He is out of danger. Vijay, on the other hand, he doesn't know how to climb trees, but he remembers his parents teaching him about bears and that bears don't care for dead animals. So he thinks to himself, OK, I'm just going to pretend to you know, lie down and play dead. So that's what he does. And the bear comes by. He sniffs Vijay. He sniffs him around his ear. And then the bear wanders off and walks away and Vijay's safe. So Vijay and Peter are safe. Peter comes down out of the tree. And he says to Vijay, it looked like the bear whispered something into your ear. What did the bear tell you? And Vijay replied, <laughs> the bear asked me to keep away from friends like you. Now, the, the moral of the story is 
A friend in need is a friend indeed. And so what I want to suggest to people when you're sitting, relaxing with a cup of tea or a cup of hot chocolate and you're enjoying your, your summer and so forth, think about your friends. There are some friends that when you are in need, they are there as a positive support and they don't abandon you. They don't go and save their own skin. They, they stay and make sure that they're safe and you're safe, right? So that's the kind of friendships that we want to cultivate. And that's the kind of friend that we want to be. Yes, we want to look out for our safety, but we also want to look out for the safety of those around us. So a friend in need is a friend indeed. That is an old, old story. Dr. Amy, can you add? That's kind of heavy. That's kind of heavy. You you get to really, and and life will toss you uh, a hot rock and (laughs) (laughs) pass you a hot potato. (laughs) Yeah, gave you a hot potato. And then sometimes that wakes you up to reflect on everybody around you. Um, you know, when you're dealing with these second degree burns, I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, that's, why, so that's why we have Dr. Dr. Amy in the house. This I just call Dr. you. I just call you. Still quiet place and spot a spider. And you gave me two nice entry points, so I'll use them both. The first one is um, sometimes. We're the friend in need and we need to be our own friends. So I think, right, you want friends who have your back. You want to have your friends back and you want to have your own back. And that means practicing good self-care, which we talk about all the time, sleep, eating, having people you trust that you can confide in. Uh, practicing self-compassion, exercise, being in nature, all those things are ways of befriending yourself. And we've also talked about befriending your feelings. So really giving your feelings space without having to act or react from your feelings. And then on the hot potato, um, just my favorite quote for the current time and for what I'm doing. And I think what so many of us do is um, really expressing gratitude for people who've been through the fires of hell and come back out carrying buckets of water for other people. So for example, the mom that you spoke about who lost her son to the opioid crisis, Right. She's now trying to make a difference for people who've been abused like I have. I'm now trying to make a difference. So when you're ready, after you've befriended yourself, after you've done your healing, then you can use your experience to make a difference and be involved in the healing of others and the healing of the world. Super nice. Very nice. Joining us now in the house, we've got Alex Ramirez. I know you could always add your little, you know, touches to what she just said. Yeah. Hi, everyone. Alex here, Fit for Life 805. Um, Yes, absolutely. Creating your own space. I think having an environment where you can just feel safe and comfortable is huge. That's something that I've learned with, you know, COVID kind of forced me to be a hermit. I think it forced everyone to be a hermit. But I found spaces where I felt safe, I felt comfortable, 
And I, I think creating those spaces for yourself is good, whether it's in nature, exercising, uh, doing whatever you feel like you need to do to create that safe space for yourself is, is I think, key. Um, but it's, it's hard to do. You know, it's even now. There's so many distractions. I, I'm in my safe space and I grab my phone and I'm out of it and I get pulled into another world and it's so hard to detach. Mm. So that's something I'm personally working on is detaching from my phone because with my business, I need to be connected. But at the same time, I need to have space for myself and separate work, my life and whatever else I got going on. So it's it's hard to do, but creating that safe space does, does definitely help. Um, yeah. To make you feel a little more comfortable, comfortable in your own skin, really. That's, and that's challenging to do. Mm. That's, that's, I love what you said about the phone and detaching. And if I had to call out, I, cause I've started doing that for the last couple of weeks and for now stuff is going into voicemail. Usually I'm the hello, <laughs> one ring, <laughs> they call me one ring, Erica. But it the problem is, is even if you're doing it for business, just to pick up phone calls, you can't help but going in there and your data and, you know, looking at everything else that somebody's going to be interested in. It's true. It, you, it's nice. And the nice thing about the iPhone here, it, it'll tell you how long, how long you've been on it. And, <laughs> it, and I have that and it was just going up, 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 up. And then I finally said, you know, I'm over it. I'm just not going to do that anymore. So yeah, I, I, I put it on the, on the dresser. I mean, it's here right now. It's on mute. It's been blowing up uh, for this last hour, but I ha- have I opened up the phone once? No, I haven't. I did. I did one text to somebody who is waiting in the in the wings to be on the show. Outside of that, no, no. I'm just. It's true. In you know something. You there's no more edge. The first two or three days I did that, I was still in <laughs> You're trying to right because it's a, yeah. you have to get through like this decompression almost. But now I'm so relaxed. Now it's just the phone. Dominique. If I can make a suggestion to our teens, take the summer months to actually look at your phone and delete apps. Do everything you can to delete the things that are actually taking away your awareness from the present moment. When we talk about being present in the moment, what that means is notice what you're feeling. Notice, notice, you know, your, your clothing touching your skin. Notice if there's wind. Notice if, uh, is it hot or cold? Notice all those sensations. Notice what you're smelling. Notice what you're seeing. When you do those sensory, a review of your senses, what am I tasting? That puts you into the present moment and staying in the present moment is actually way more relaxing. There's, there's actually a quote from the Dalai Lama where he's talking about there's two days in the year where you can't do anything. That is yesterday and tomorrow. <sighs> the only time, the only day that you can do anything is today. And today that. is the day to love, to forgive, to enjoy, and to just really be in your life and, and live your life. All right, Don, add something to that. I'm, and I said, I'm just trying to catch you <laughs> off guard. Go ahead. Well, here's another broad, here's another broad big picture thought for you. Um, restriction of loyalty to within national boundaries is obsolete. Loyal yeah. to the, loyalty to the whole of mankind is now a necessity. Yeah. In, individuals must bear responsibility, personal responsibility for acts contrary to the interests of mankind. That's another one from Linus's, Linus Pauling's book, No More War. 
So beautiful. beautiful. A citizen of the world. That's what my grandmother promoted. She became a part of an organization. It still exists where you can sign up and you get a card that goes in your wallet and it says that you are a citizen of the world. Well, let me tell you about that. Let me tell you about that. Gary Davis, back in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, he was the one, he is citizen of the world number one. He had, he was an entertainer, and he started that whole movement. And I've had these people on my program talking about that very thing. You can get yourself a world citizen passport as well. Uh, so it is a very real thing. I'm going to work on getting mine because you I think are it only costs like right. 30 bucks. Yeah, it's, it's very, yeah. The organization is in Washington, D.C. or somewhere on the East Coast. And, and, um, and it's not that the passport is recognized by other countries. Actually, it is. It actually oh, is recognized by many, not all, not wow. all, not all, but wow. many. The world yeah. is my country is also a film that is. Uh, and it's a song. And, and it is a song. Uh, so this is a real thing that's been going on for 50, 60, 70 years. And uh, we we all can be involved in that regard because, Don, you're absolutely right. Um, it's now loyalty to the citizens of the planet uh, and not spe- not a not a specific country and its borders. And you know that is such a wonderful thought. Um, the the famous mythologist um, Joseph Campbell, who mm. wrote A Hero with a Thousand Faces, um, one of the one of a, f- a famous quote from him uh, when I worked at Pacifica Graduate Institute was about the next big myth, the next myth. The, the most, next most important myth is the one about the world, and it showed the picture of the the Earth from the Moon. You know, because we are all one it is we are all one and the the baha'is said the same thing in the 1800s the founder baha'u'llah said that there are no borders and that what you're specifically talking about uh uh, christina uh when they saw that it just it just reaffirmed what he said in the 1800s there are no borders good stuff hey let's take a break this is erica salda the queen of teen we'll be back with a lot more after these messages Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salt of the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Teen Sports Radio. This is Alex Ramirez with Fit for Life 805. So today, teen athletes, summer vacation, have fun. Enjoy yourselves. Recuperate, rejuvenate, take time off. Maybe some of you are in summer school, maybe not, but still enjoy your time, value your time. Some of us were talking about friends earlier, figuring out who your friends are, but also trying to detach from your phone while you're with your friends. is a. It can be a challenging thing to do, but 
being present in the moment, I think is a great thing for those athletes out there trying to be present in the moment, focus on your craft, whatever it is, whatever sport you may be playing, whatever weaknesses you're going through, hone in on those weaknesses and turn them into strengths. That can be applied to academics as well. If you're struggling in math or English or Spanish, whatever it may be, hone in on that, make it a strong suit, improve upon yourself this summer and uh, enjoy it because it's, it's a short break and then you're back in school and grinding hard again. So enjoy your time, recover and take care of yourselves because you deserve it. I, and and t- let's talk about sleep, too. I remember my kids, when they got some time, I just let them sleep in. I just did. I mean, we, we always had to get up at six, right on the dime. Usually went to bed at 11, you know, when you're in all these sports and then studying and especially in high school and then you're in club teams, blah, blah, blah. So when do it. So parents cutting kids some slack when there's time because they're growing. OK, they're growing, 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 and they need to rest and they need to recoup and they need to get their energy back, especially if they're um, in all these different extracurricular activities. Alex. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you're if you're active and you're busy this summer uh, exercising or even if you're in school and exercising and playing, doing all kinds of active things, sleep is is definitely vital. It helps rejuvenate your mind, your body. Parents sneak in as your kids are sleeping in. You get your sleep, too, because adults need that sleep as well. Um, Some, you know, can survive off six hours or less. But, you know, I try to get at least seven kids are probably pushing. I think I was sleeping like nine or 10 hours, sometimes 12. But, you know, you're growing. Yes, you're your mind, your body, everything's growing. So sleep is very, very important for not just rejuvenation, but hormonal balance. There's a lot of a lot of inner workings that go, goes on when you're sleeping. Nice. We got a minute. Alex, give me some contact information. Uh, so you can look me up online. You can just literally type in Fit for Life 805 and you will find me. I'm actually the only one with that name. And you can send me a, a contact through my website. And I'm right there. That's the easiest way to get a hold of me. Nice. Alex, thank you. Thank you, Ed, Don, Dr. Amy, Dr. Dugan. Christine Marie, we love you all. Santa Barbara, God bless. See you next week.